0: everybody. Welcome to 2024. It is crazy to think that now officially in less than 12 months, just to terrify you, it's going to be 2025 halfway to 2030. How fun is that? How terrifying is that to actually hear? But hope you all had a good Christmas, New Year's break, everything else in between. I'm rocking a new microphone. So please let me know if the audio is any good, if it sucks, if it's bad, if it's whatever, but it's on a little low profile thing. And I like that because now I can actually swivel it under my desk instead of having to get it out and the wire being loose. But yeah, this is my first actual recording using the microphone, so let me know what you think of it. Um, I mean, you've already seen the topic of what we're going to be running through, but everyone that I've spoken to, everyone that I've spoken to so far, clients, friends, myself, every single one of us are starting to feel run down and no idea how to get started or how to find the motivation to actually do the things that we said that we were going to do on December 31st. So this episode is going to be about all of that. One thing I do want to quickly touch on is before we jump into the episode, so that way I can just give you all of the value and all of the things that that's what you're listening for. um, The eight-week challenge that we are offering at the moment, or that we're going to be offering, we're not offering it currently, but it starts on the 29th of January, but the intake for it will be opening very, very soon. So the first, Tennille's going to fucking hate me already. I'm back into saying so. Took me all of last year to get away from saying so. First week back into it. So, 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 so. Back into it. <laughs> the thing with the challenge that we've got, last time we ran it, that happened in, I think, August, September last year. I honestly have no concept of time. But we did run that last year, August, September, and we had 43 people initially sign up for it. And it was bananas. The thing that we have done this year for it is we've revamped the entire membership site, the onboarding site. People just used to sign up and then have a questionnaire, send it through to me or Laura and then go, yep, cool. This is what I want to be doing. Figure it out. And then we were like, oh, fuck. Okay. This is 40 people coming through. (laughs) How are we going to fix that? So this year there is a membership site. There is like Welcome expectations, how to use all the content, how to use discord, how to get into it, how to onboard yourself through everything, a more streamlined questionnaire process. There are, I think at the moment, at the time of recording this, and we have to add some more, there are five extra bonus content videos in there for frequently asked questions for what do I do for workouts? If I'm not tracking calories or macros, what do I do? Or if I want to track some of them, but not all of them, what do I do? How do I even log my food? There are screen recordings of me going through my fitness pal and saying, this is how I would do it. And this is what I teach my transformation clients. So the, the amount of value that is in this challenge is absolutely ridiculous because when I, the first time I did it, it was like, I just want feedback from people. And the feedback was fucking exceptional. It was tremendous. I don't know how we got, well, I do know how we got that amazing result at the end of it of people actually really enjoying the challenge. But the price. This is this is how fucked up my thinking is. The price went up by a hundred dollars, so now it's three forty nine for the entire eight weeks. It's still cheap as all hell. It's not even fifty bucks a week. And my thought process was, if <laughs> I asked people from the challenge, like, how much would you charge for this, and they said, oh, this is something that's like five six hundred bucks, and I was like, mm, maybe a hundred. <laughs> maybe let's increase it by a hundred to three fifty. So my thought process was, if it's going to go up by a hundred bucks, what would I do if I was charging an extra $1,000 or $2,000 for this challenge? How would I expect it to run? And I did that. I took basically everything up until Christmas to get this challenge up and ready and done and dusted. I've just overlooked everything and it looks exceptional. I'm super fucking excited for it. So The challenge is going to be, the intake for it is going to be opening up very, very soon. I don't know when it is. Oh, actually, I can just say this. It's going to be starting on the 17th of January. So if you do want to be a part of it, if you want to get a taste of what our coaching style is like, I do know a few people that were interested in the transformation challenge for last year. And then they said, oh, we'll just do the challenge and then see what's going on. If you want to do that, like see how you guys coach. If you want to do that, that is totally acceptable. That's what a lot of people do. But at the same time, The challenge is group style. It is, for the workouts at least, it is templated initially when you sign up. And the reason for the questionnaire is we will give you personalized calorie and macro targets if you want to be tracking them. You can obviously pick and choose whatever one you want to be doing. There's options in the questionnaire for, I just want to track calories. I just want to track protein. I want to track calories and protein. I want to track calories and all of the macronutrients and fiber. You have a choice on literally everything that you do through this challenge. So... That's why it's the challenge to end all challenges. It's not a fucking eight-week shred. It's not, hey, lose as much weight as quickly as possible so that you can feel as fucking stupid as ever. It's it's none of that shit. So that was one of the reasons why we actually did this challenge, was to get you away from doing classic eight-week booty-blasting, fat-blasting shred challenges and actually do something that's going to improve your life and kickstart you on the journey that we often give our transformation clients. Like this is how you live your life and this is what we would recommend and do. So that's what we're doing for this year. It's so fun seeing a microphone like in the actual video. I don't know why that excites me as much as it does. You can't even see it because I'm fucking wearing black, but anyway. Uh, So yeah, that is a challenge. The intake for it opens on the 17th of January. If you want to be involved in it, it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. There is no cap on this. Like you can sign up whenever the shit you want. However, I am super, super, super strict with myself that as soon as it hits the intake closing date and time, that is it. Even if you come in three minutes later, I'm, I'm still going to be like, no, like well, I have to get through all of these people and give them their customized nutrition and make sure they're onboarded, make sure they're all okay because we've done nothing but improve the challenge. And if we had 40 last time, I'm hoping we get 50 people in for this time and I'm expecting it to go absolutely bananas because of how ridiculous the changes that we've made, and it's not even 50 bucks a week. So it is ridiculously affordable. So anywho, 17th of January, it opens up. All of the information, all of the early bird stuff, the intake, the very, very first time that anyone will hear about anything to do with this challenge and be offered it will be through the mailing list. So if you want to get involved in it, jump on the mailing list. That's just where shit is going to be happening. The other place that I'm really going to focus and try and get some things done this year is the Instagram broadcast channel so when you click onto the Fitness Genies page it's got a little broadcast channel there I think at the time of recording there's 51 or 52 people in there at the moment and that is going to be VIP news anyone who is basically on the mailing list or anyone who wants me to basically dm you and just say hey this is the info this is the offer this is the discount this is what I'm doing this week or do you have questions for this please dm me I'm going to treat that very similar to the Discord community, which is like, hey, what podcast episodes do you want to hear recorded? What questions do you have? All of that fun shit, I'm going to be doing it through Instagram broadcast channel. And that's completely free. Obviously, you can't respond in there, but you can get free access to it and then DM me if you've got any questions off the back of it. So I think that is all the housekeeping. That is the fun stuff. So now we're going to get into it. That was my transition music. So... Everyone this year that I've spoken to is completely run down, demotivated, doesn't want to get started. They still want another week of holidays, self-included. This was the first time in like eight, nine years since starting this job that I actually took time off and went, oh, fuck, I can't be bothered. Like, I actually need to rest. I want to rest. The other times that I've done it, I've felt that, but not taken the time off because I've just been like, ah, you know what, it'll it'll sort itself out. It'll be okay. We'll figure all this shit out. And then just push through and burn out and feel horrible. So, yeah, all the advice I give clients, I'm actually fucking taking it. I got forced to take it during this holiday, so that was really weird. But it was fun to just do nothing and zone out and let my brain turn to mush. So, getting started back up into everything, um, yeah, my brain is mush. So, if this podcast is horrible or I'm rambling or I'm rambling... Oh... Yep, that'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rambling. I'm not in the fucking Flintstones and rabba dabba doin," even though I know it's yabba dabba doing. Just give me a goddamn break, all right? Just let this happen. I have had, I think so far at the time of the recording, I've had Tuesday and Wednesday of client calls, which is 12 calls so far this week. And I've got another six to do today. And for those calls, not a single person has said, I am super ready I'm into it. Let's do this. Let's fucking go. People may have had that to be like, yep, I'm super excited to see where this year goes. But then when they start, they go, oh, crap. Hang on a minute. I'm actually out of it. And I'm sure a lot of you are actually feeling this at the moment for how do I get into the swing of things? How do I do it? I'm assuming this podcast is going to come out next week because this is the 11th of January. I'm assuming this is going to come out on the 16th or 18th of January. Anyway, the week of the 15th. Anywho, you might have another week on me anyway. So that is the thing that I'm going to be talking about, how to actually get started. I've spoken about better goal setting, and that was at the end of last year. So this is season six. Welcome to season six, by the way, of the podcast. 140 episodes, I think we're at. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really keep count, to be honest, because every time I start, I forget what episode we're up to. So, yeah, 140-ish episodes of the podcast, which is crazy for me to think. I started this as a goddamn journal so that I could rant and be like, hey, therapist said that I should write stuff down, but I don't want to write because I can't focus. So if I speak and ramble, meh, and that's what I did. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. So you can deal with it. Every single person that I'm speaking to this week doesn't want to get started. So how do we get through it? How do we set better goals? Which by the way, one of the last two episodes of season five back in December of 2023 I actually have to say that now in case you're listening to this at a later date. Um, Episode 136 or 137, somewhere around there. That is the episode of setting better goals. You don't want to set end goals. You don't want to set fucking vague goals. And this is shit that I'm talking about in my upcoming book as well, which I really wanted to get into over the holidays. I really wanted to get back into starting this week. Motivation's not there. Cannot do it. I don't even want to read the page because I'm just like, ah, just... Maybe I'll do nothing. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) So, starting this podcast was actually uh, a bit of a like, oh my God, what am I going to talk about? And then I realized everyone's in the same boat. So, the thing that I'm doing for myself is the same thing that I'm recommending for every single client that I've spoken to so far. And the thing that I'm recommending to basically everyone, particularly people that are like all or nothing mentalities. And there's a reason that a lot of my advice works for people with all or nothing perfectionism tendencies, because that's me. I'm not as perfectionistic. Look at that. Perfectionistic or perfectionism tendencies or all or nothing these days. Still a big amount, but nowhere near what it used to be. The thing for getting started for this week or next week or whenever, whenever it is that you want to go back to work or be productive or do things. Don't expect yourself to operate at your peak. December is the shortest month of the year. I know that sounds stupid, but we all think February is the shortest month of the year because it has 28 days or something, 27. Like, I don't even fucking know. 28 days, maybe 29 days, who knows? Who knows? You know, I don't know. Months are a gap in my knowledge. So just deal with me for right now. Less than 30 days. Every other month has 30 or more days. However, I honestly believe December has 23, 24 days because that is when everyone tries to, as soon as it hits December, fuck, Christmas is coming. How we've got to jam everything in before we go on Christmas break. We have to get everything sorted before we stop. So there's usually 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 days, 24 at most, actually, because 25 is Christmas. There's 24 days, less than four weeks for an entire month. Some people, absolute warriors will stay on and work and do their thing. And they, they won't have a choice. They will just keep working. They'll take the public holidays, but then they'll just keep doing their thing. Motivation will dip during that time. But because it's less than four weeks that you have to be productive during December, everyone jams everything into there. And then it's almost like leading into that burnout type of category where it's burning the candle at both ends of here's my normal work that I have to get done. However, people are stressing and being super anxious and I have to get it done in record amount of time because that's just what people want. They want it done before Christmas and we felt the exact same. So all the things that we wanted to get done had to get done in record time and this happens every single year. So you ramp up completely and burn yourself out or be completely overworked for trying to fit an entire month into basically 22, 23 days at most. Some of you go on break before then, that's totally fine. Some of you don't go on break, that's fine. But that's what happens. We experience the shortest month, but because it's got 31 days and obviously New Year's comes in, then we go, oh, fantastic. Like it's December and we've got all these things. But that's why when we come into it first week of January, oh my God, where did the time go? Because it's a fucking vortex. It's a black hole of that time period of like, oh my God, where has all of this time actually gone? No idea because Christmas Eve, Christmas, Boxing Day, that random thing in there where you go through your gifts and eat the food and do all the stuff and you go, fuck, it's New Year's Eve tomorrow somehow. Oh, well, better get prepared for that. And then that goes through and then you spend like January one, two, three, like what the hell is going on? And then by the time you get back into it, it's usually this year, the 8th of January. You go, how the fuck did that happen? Back into it. You've ramped yourself up into such an overworking period that when you come back into it right now, You're expecting yourself to work at that peak, at that same point when you left off. Because the same thing for all or nothing tendencies, you're either at work or not at work. And you have different hobbies and things and mindsets and expectations for when you're working, and when you're not working. So when you have tried to jam an entire month into 22 days, let's call it, 23 days, because I know people that work till like Wednesday at 12, they worked till the 23rd, trying to fit an entire month. That's an entire week that you have to fit in to the month for not no reason, but just because that's how the calendar goes. So when you have that break or that period, and then you come back into it on January 8th, for example, you expect yourself to work at the same peak or level of intensity that you did before you went on holidays, which is usually where people are operating at their highest. In terms of quality of work, no idea. But in terms of quantity of work, and how much they are working, that's where people, like not many people, self-included, look at the quality of work that they've done. We look at the quantity of work that we've done because for some fucking reason, like I know why, but I can't be bothered going into hustle culture and all that shit. We look at, oh, I did 60 hours of work this week. It's bloody crazy. It's like, well, do less and do better quality work. Oh, no, but you know, it's busy, crazy work ethic. I'm just a hard working go-getter. And I love being busy because it's the only thing I can hang my hat on because I don't like much else about myself except for my work ethic. That used to be me. It's like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm working all the time. I'm doing all of these things all at once. It's like, okay, well, have you thought about doing less? Oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't possibly do less. Like that would be good for my mental health. I don't know what life would look like if I wasn't working constantly. Probably because your mental health is fucking trash. So you don't want to spend time alone with your thoughts. So that's why you work so goddamn much. And then when someone says, why don't you relax? You go, I don't know how to, I've been working 60 hours a week. It's like, all right, fucking tell me something about you or your life that's not work related or how many hours you work. Oh, I can't. I'm an uninteresting cunt. Oh yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably because not a lot of people have worked on their mental health, but all themselves for a while. And I know people that are obviously struggling with that. and I'm one of them who used to struggle with that because I was like, if you take my work away and my title away from me, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I have to offer the world or do anything like that. So people will look at the quantity of work that they've done versus the quality of work. And this year I'm trying to spend it as doing as much quality work as possible. I'm trying to do, it's going to sound like an oxymoron. I'm trying to do more work in less time and be more efficient. So that way at the end of the year, I've worked less, but I've produced a hell of a lot more. That's what I'm trying to do. So I think that's going to come just from being present and actually having a plan to be like, I need to do these things. And once they are done, that's it. I'm not using, well, I'm trying not to use nervous energy for this year. I'm fucking nervous energy off and I'm trying to just be me, enjoy life and do the things that I want to do with the projections and plans that I have. So the way that you'll get back into doing those things and the way that I'm getting back into doing those things, hitting the goals, achieving the shit that I want to achieve is lowering my expectations. That's another thing I'm doing this year. That's basically my intention slash resolution this year decrease my own expectations, because again, I talk about this in the upcoming self-help book that I'm writing. If you would like to support the book, go through the link in the bio. It says support Trav's upcoming book. You get audio versions, you get early access to the chapters that I'm writing. And the feedback I'm getting is like, holy shit, this is me from the seven people that are currently in Patreon. And I'm doing that to protect my IP because I've had issues with intellectual property in the past. So I'm doing it all through Patreon as much as I want to just get it out on TikTok and just say, hey, here's all the shit. I'm very panicky slash uh, worried about intellectual property theft because it's been a thing for me in the past. So yeah, that's why I'm doing Patreon. It's only 11 bucks a month. You get audio access, you get early access, you get the written chapters, you get the book. And then for the people that have been on the Patreon for like six months or more or three months or more, I'm still figuring this out. When the book comes out, free shipping. woo, And also a signed copy because, you know, why the fuck not? You know, it might be worth something one day. Who the fuck knows? But anyway, uh, so yeah, link in bio for that. But decreasing my expectations so that I can not have to rely on the external world to gratify myself, which is expectations can only be met from the external world. If you have the expectation of going to the gym five days this week, that's amazing. You could go to the gym two days and then someone at the gym maybe gets injured and they have to close the gym for that day. And then you go, fuck, I can't go because expectations were to go five days. Cool. Well, that's only one day that's missing. And they go, you know what? We have to close the gym for the day. So we might as well close it for the rest of the week and do the renovations. And you go, oh my God, it's going to be a shit week. I was meant to go to the gym. How do I do this? And then you'll start flying off the handle because your expectations haven't been met. This person should be doing their job like this. It's like, well, that's your expectation of that position and what you would do in that. Whereas, and I'm, going to keep this short because I want to keep this about the new years and motivation. When the expectation comes in and someone doesn't meet your expectations because that's your expectation of what you would do for that role and that specific task, and they don't do it like that, you get disappointed and you go, oh, they should have done this and they should have done it. A lot of people should have done a lot of things, but that's only should have according to you or hindsight. So I'm trying to decrease my expectations for this year and increase my standards of. This is what I believe that I would do based on the things that I can control. My standards are pretty damn high for myself. And that's all that matters because that's all I can control. That's what I'm trying to do. So starting this year, we're all tired. We're all shitty. We all can't be bothered doing things this year. So I'm decreasing the expectations of myself for this first week back. Week one, actually, I'm going to bring up the calendar because I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm doing. This week. For the 8th of January through to the 14th of January, I'm expecting myself to operate at about 50%. So I may have things that I want to be doing and plans that I want to be doing and all that stuff. That's ideal of what I want to do. But the big things that I have to focus on are client calls in any capacity. If I'm there on time and I'm treating them with respect and doing all the shit that I normally do, the clients that we have, and then also potential clients that are coming up, That is the biggest thing that I can do right now that's going to bring me the most results, the most mental alertness, the most benefits that I'm looking for for this week. How do I set next week up as best as I can? Well, the way that I'm going to get more into the swing of things is by talking to people, is by doing podcasts, is by trying to come up with some content, trying to slowly get back into it. I'm not forcing myself to be like, hey, I have to post X amount per day or do this or record this or do whatever. I'm just sort of going with the flow. If it's one video a day, fantastic. If it's three and then zero, who cares? My priority is the clients, the calls, and basically going to the gym again and trying to wake up, oh my God, bedtime routine, morning routine, and client calls. They are the three things I'm focusing on for this week. And that's me operating at 50% to get myself back into the swing for next week, 15th to the 21st of January, where I'm operating at 75 to 80%. So I'm slowly ramping up. I'm going to look, obviously, I'm in the middle of this first week, so I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to look at how this week went. What was the biggest thing that was holding me back? Or what was the biggest pain in the ass thing that was happening? What can I do for next week, the 15th, that's going to get me better results, bigger results, and set me up for the week after that's going to be the 22nd of January, where I'm back into the full swing of things. Because that's three things that I'm really looking at bedtime, routine, morning routine, And client calls. That's not even going into the accounting, the emails, the, well, the weekly emails, and then writing the book and then producing the content and then coming up with the content ideas. The marketing and messaging that goes behind all of the programs that we have coming up. How is that going to work? What are the projections that we have to do or we have to hit to be able to make sure that we stay in business? Uh, Networking with other people going through trainings of my own for all different business things and then upskilling for my clients. Doing all of that is about 100%. And I missed out on a few things as well, like personal training and doing some other shit as well. That's me operating at 100%. So when I say that I'm operating like bedtime, morning and these client calls, that for me is so like, no, I should be doing more. I should be doing more because it's only three things out of the 20 things that I have to do on a daily basis to make sure the business runs but that's not the expectation. The expectation for this week is let's operate at 50% so that we can set ourselves up to be at 75, 80% for next week. And then in that week, do the exact same thing to set myself up so that week three, the 22nd of January, I can be set and ready to go at hundred percent. It's going to bring me less guilt. It's going to bring me less shame. It's going to bring me less judgment because as soon as I don't do everything, much like yourself, I'm willing to bet, I feel like shit and that I should be doing more and that Classic Trav, he's wasting his potential. Same thing I've said whenever anybody goes like, oh, I just want to live up to my potential or everyone is telling me that I'm so smart or I could be doing this and that, but you don't live up to your potential. You live up to your nearest constraint. You live up to whatever that constraint is. So if I had the potential to run a marathon, fantastic. Most people have the capacity or the potential to run a marathon. They do. And when we're looking at that, it's like, okay, what's stopping them from running the marathon? Well, this person's got, you know, one leg. That is a constraint. How do we fix that? There's definitely workarounds to be able to do it because people have done it before. It's like, okay, well, that's a constraint. If you don't fix that constraint, then yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking impossible to run a marathon. Uh, For me, I have compartment syndrome in my left calf. So that means the blood pools, doesn't get out. makes me feel like my calf is about to fucking explode after about a kilometer and a half, two kilometers of continuous running. And then I'm like, holy shit, this thing is so tight and painful and I can't run. And I just have to let that sort of balloon down. That is my constraint. If I wanted to run a marathon and live up to that potential of running the marathon, I have two options. One, get a running coach to see if there's something that I can do with my running style that's going to help that. One, I've already done that and that didn't work. The second thing, go to physio and exercise physiologists and get some scans and get surgery to alleviate that compartment syndrome. That is my constraint for running the marathon, the compartment syndrome. If I want to fix it, cool. All I need to do is go get surgery and then I can run the marathon most likely and go do that. Or I could just fucking force through it, push through it, the compartment syndrome and just go do the marathon and go do it. Who knows what would come from that? But those are my one, that's my one constraint for running a marathon. Well, the second one would be that I really don't fucking see the point in running a marathon, but (laughs) that's me personally. The visible constraint I have is that. So the potential to run a marathon, yeah, it's there. But the nearest constraint is what I'm going to live up to. So it's not going to be 42.6 kilometers for a marathon. It's probably going to be like two, two and a half before I go, oh, I think my leg's going to fall off. That's the constraint that I have. And you need to figure out what your constraint is so that you can live up to your potential. The more we work through the blockages, the mental and emotional blockages or barriers that are holding you back, that's where we'll start to reduce the amount of constraints that you have so that you can get into, hello people, so that you can get into your full potential because the potential is there for everyone, but it's just what is your constraint? That's the thing that we're looking at. So for this week of me getting back into it, for all of my clients getting back into it, they have the potential and it's basically inevitable that they're going to be doing the things that they want to be doing, like going to the gym, tracking their food, eating food that makes them feel better, not even tracking food, but just making better decisions for themselves that make them feel good. Everyone has a potential to do that. But for everyone right now, it feels their constraint is that they just don't have the motivation for it. They just don't have the brain capacity, the mental capacity to be able to go, yep, let's operate back at peak capacity. Let's go back to 100% of what we used to do, because that's just what we were doing before we went on the holiday. And we expect ourselves to go back to that 100% peak despite the fact that you've let two, three weeks maybe of nothing. It's just been brainwash type of stuff. So how do you expect that to immediately switch back on to everything that you were doing because you had built up so much momentum over the years or over the year and the months, I should say, to be able to get you to that point of operating at your peak capacity. You didn't start your job and go, yep, cool. Here's everything that I have to be doing. It probably felt like a lot, but now your capacity has gone up by so much that your peak has to be continuously filled by so goddamn much. And when you're not doing all of those things, you feel like a little bit of a failure for not doing all the things. So that's the number one piece of advice I would give you for starting off this year or starting any goal in general is to ramp up into it. If you're gonna be signing up for the challenge or if you're already signing up for the transformation program, fantastic. We're gonna be running through the exact same thing. We'll give you everything, but then, well, for the transformation program, we'll give you everything, but then say, focus on this one thing. I only want you to do this one thing for right now because that's going to give you the best results. So let's focus on that. It's going to get rid of a lot of constraints. Then we come back in the next week. How did it go? Yep, cool. Got rid of it. I feel really good with it. It feels like a part of my routine. Awesome. What's the next thing? Like what's our next nearest constraint? And then we work on that as well. So that's basically transformation program in a massive nutshell. The challenge that is upcoming, the, oh my God, it's going to be intake opening on the 17th. And if you're listening to this after the 17th, you'll definitely be able to find the sign up link either a in the mailing list so get on that if you're not already or b through the link in our bio on TikTok and Instagram as well so get on it get amongst it it's going to be fucking awesome like i cannot over i cannot say enough how excited i am for this challenge because of the amount like this is this is what's difficult i know how much i've put into the challenge and i even thought like should i be charging like 500 bucks for this like 497 or some shit like that should i charge that for this eight-week challenge and i was like nah fuck that it's not about the money it's about doing this but then also making sure that we don't you know shoot ourselves in the foot and lose a lot of money (laughs) that we actually have something to justify taking all of this time out of our diary and lives and transformation clients and all of that so left it at 349 and honestly i reckon i could sell this for like seven, eight, nine hundred bucks and call it like a challenge with this and that and market it really fucking super well. But I just want to give you guys value. I just want to be here and coach and do the things and give you an idea as to what it's like to be coached by Laura and myself and do it at an affordable rate for for all of you. So yeah. That being said, there's two more programs coming out this year. One for Laura which happens at which is launching March, like late March. And then mine is launching in July after my birthday. So get ready for them. I definitely would not wait for them to be like, oh, I want to do the transformation program and change my life. But I'm going to wait and see what these programs are like, because I can guarantee you one-on-one training and nutrition and mindset coaching, email checking, like everything that we're about to offer is a boiled down version of the transformation program. So if you really want to change your life and you really want to do that and get away from, I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it. If you want to get away from that and finally, finally fucking change your life and do something about it and see results and keep them for the rest of your life, transformation program, that is it. It's It just has to be transformation program. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, but it's just the easiest, quickest thing that I know that will get you the results that you want because we have way too many client results and feedbacks and testimonials to say that the program is fucking life-changing, that it would be stupid to ignore them. But any whoosies, um, yeah, I hope that helped in some sort of way. Decrease your expectations and come up with a ramp up plan. What does it look like for you this week, whenever it is that you're listening to this? What are the biggest things that you have to focus on for this week for it to be a quote unquote good enough week for you to do the things that you need to do without falling to pieces? For me, it's bedtime routine, morning routine slash gym and client calls. Those are the three things I'm focusing on. If they're awesome, fantastic, they're awesome. Anything outside of that, bonus points. That's what I'm focusing on. So yeah, that's basically it. And then next week, 75% effort. And then the week after that, 100% effort. So I'm just slowly ramping things up. That's what I'm telling every single one of my clients to do. And if you're not a client and you're listening to this, that is exactly what I'm going to be telling you to do as well. If we were to jump on a call and you're like, hey, I want to do all these things. And I feel like I'm running out of time and I feel overwhelmed with everything that's going on slowly ramp yourself up into it, pick some things that you can do. Or if you're feeling overwhelmed, you just want us to take care of it and basically guide you to how to change your life. Send an inquiry, go through the website, link in bio, all that stuff and sign up for the transformation program. You won't be able to see it on camera. Uh, You may see it on like Instagram and TikTok and things, but I actually ran projections. This is just a fun little fact. I I ran projections for this year of how many clients Laura and I can take on for the transformation program program. In total, with clients that we already have versus the programs that we're offering and the hours in the day that we have to be able to help people, 41 was the answer that we came to. We have 41 transformation spots available for this entire year. And the program goes for six months. So if we sign up 41 people this year, if we sign them up before June that's, I don't even think we've got the capacity for that. Actually, I take that back, but <laughs> we can sign up 41 people this year for the transformation program. And that is it. As Soon as that is done, anything else we do over that is going to be leading into that working too much, burning out, which is, you know, for me, I'm at about 50 hours a week, give or take. And I'm trying to decrease that to about 35. I don't know what the fuck my life would look like if I only work 35 hours a week, but which that's what we're trying to do. So anyway. See, I can tell that I'm rambling. I can tell that I'm goddamn rambling again. and I'm doing it again. God damn it. So anyway, have an amazing time. I hope that helped in some sort of way. Uh, feel free to give me feedback. Jump into the Discord community or message me on Instagram at the thefitnessgenie, all one word, or TikTok, wherever you are listening. Leave a review. Let us know because we actually do have a high amount of five-star reviews, but we don't have much feedback. So let us know if this is good, if it's bad, if it's helpful, if it's not leave a review, let us know. Really trying to get this podcast out there. I don't give a, I'm not going to go viral for this podcast. I 100% know that, but I'm trying to get it out there for more people that are interested in this style of coaching and changing their lives in a sustainable way and an easier way and getting away from the toxic diet culture. So if you like that and you like that vision and you want to share it, please do. Leave a like, a comment, all that stuff. It's like donating. It's like a like is $5, a comment is $10 a share is 50 bucks and then like everything else and word of mouth referral and all that stuff, that's a hundred bucks. So if you want to donate to the Fitness Genie, give us a like, a comment, a share, all that fun stuff and just let us know that is the best way to support us. Obviously, we're not asking for your money, but any sort of sharing, like you have no idea how far that can actually go and help some people. So yeah, have an amazing time. Have an amazing New Year's. I will see you next week for the next one. If you need me for anything or have any questions, jump in the mailing list because you'll get weekly like emails from me for mindset and tips and tricks and all that fun stuff. Or if you've got questions about anything particular, either book a free call through the website or just shoot me a message on Instagram. Again, at the fitness genie. I operate all of that. It's funny. Sometimes when I message people to be like, Hey, thanks for following. Like it means a lot. Uh, is there something particular that you're looking for? We've got a lot of content. I might be able to just send you something that helps out and they go. Yeah. Trav said something about this. I'm like, it is Trav. It's me. I manage the inbox. I do everything for that. Not everything. I manage the inbox and messages for that account. Tenille messages. Oh my God. Tenille manages the social media, the edits and scheduling the posts. She does that. And then we caption as well. But yes, it is me managing the inbox. So send the fitness genie, me on Instagram or TikTok, a message or DM if you've got questions and I'll answer it whenever the hell I find myself with five minutes to be able to get back to you. But have an amazing time. I'll speak to you all soon and I'll see you in the next one.